May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. I'd like to begin not with words from today's readings, but with some words from the first epistle to the Corinthians. For now we see in a mirror, dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. Seeing in a mirror and then seeing face to face seemed quite appropriate for this time of epiphany. This time of the Magi, the wise men, the kings, whatever you want to call them, visiting the child Jesus, God made man. I'm reminded of a joke of how we know that the Magi were male. Any thoughts? How do we know they were male? No? You've not seen it on Facebook then. The gifts they offered. Gold, frankincense and myrrh. If they'd been female, it would have been a casserole, <laughs> nappies, <clears throat> something practical, rather than something which at first glance doesn't seem too useful. But of course, they are not gifts to be used. They are gifts acknowledging, celebrating who Jesus is. Gold for a king, frankincense for a god, myrrh looking towards his crucifixion and burial. Gifts acknowledging, revealing something of Jesus. One of my favourite epiphany hymns is Songs of Thankfulness and Praise with the great refrain, God in man made manifest. Because that is what the epiphany is. God in man made manifest, God in man revealed. This whole season is a time of revealing who Jesus is. The Magi turning up, finally, after a long journey, confused quite where you'd find this new king, and worshipping. Then we've got the baptism of Jesus by John in the River Jordan. You're my son, the beloved, with whom I'm well pleased, says God. And we've got the water turned into wine at the wedding at Cain and Galilee. The first of God's <coughs> miracles in John's Gospel. These things showing, revealing to people who Jesus is. These revelations, these realisations, these moments of epiphany. Each time, Jesus, God made man, is revealed in unexpected ways to unexpected people. Testimony from them, but here they are proclaiming that this is Jesus, this is God. And then the Magi, they're foreigners, they've come from a far off land, they're not Jewish. Possibly Zoroastrians or anything, something. And they come, witnesses to the incarnation. They go away, who knows who they told, how their lives have changed, we don't know. <coughs> but they came, they worshipped. In fact, during this season of Epiphany, each 
day, the daily mass readings, there'd been something of who Jesus is. And on Friday, there was a reading where Nathaniel asks Philip in the Gospels, just before meeting Jesus, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Even where Jesus was from, was seems, well, that's a bit dodgy, isn't it? We're not having a Messiah from someone like that. We don't have a Messiah from someone important, somewhere important. And of course, when Mary went to visit Elizabeth, and that great song of liberation, the Magnificat, we hear about the norms of the world quite literally being turned upside down. There is a new world order through Jesus, if you like. Witnessed not by the important or seemingly important influential people, but by those that so often society doesn't really give a stuff about. The word spread. People came to know who Jesus are. And again, those words from 1 Corinthians 13. Now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we'll see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will fully know, even as I have been fully known. These words relate to what happened to the Magi. <coughs> they suddenly knew who Jesus was. They suddenly saw him face to face, as had the shepherds, as had the steward at the wedding at Cain in Galilee, seeing the water turned into wine. There were moments of revelation, moments of epiphany, moments of realisation. This truly is God. The Word became flesh. God became man and lived among us, lived in our neighbourhood. This was revealed to the major epiphany. This was revealed at the wedding at Cana. This was revealed at Jesus' baptism. People realised, came to know, that God had done something incredible, that the incarnation had happened. And word spread from place to place, from age to age. The word spread to Pontlottin. This church was built. The gospel was proclaimed from generation to generation. And here we are, inheritors of that moment of epiphany. But it doesn't stop here. We have the challenge of helping other people even now realise quite what extent God went to to show us that we are loved, that all humanity is loved, all of us, no matter what. God loved us, loves us so much that Jesus was born. That was revealed <coughs> to the Major at Epiphany. Revealed in most unexpected <coughs> ways to unexpected people. As the mage I found as they journeyed quite sensibly to Herod to ask him, where's the new king then? What? Don't know what you're talking about. Wait a minute. That don't sound good for me, does it? Let's go and try and deal with that and get rid of him. Didn't quite work. The mage I realised 
who Jesus was. They worshipped. They offered gifts which show us who Jesus is. And then they went on their way. We don't know where. May we too come to Jesus. May we come to worship. May we then go out to let other people know about Jesus. Whose birth we celebrate at Christmas. To let other people know about through Jesus the norms of the world being turned upside down. That the downtrodden matter are celebrated. That liberation is coming. That God cares for all, not just a select few. And so I'll conclude with not an epiphany hymn, but a Christmas hymn. The final verse of In the Bleak Midwinter. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would play my part. But what I have, I give him. Give my heart. May we come to Jesus. May we realise afresh who he is. May we worship. May we give our hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.